home. That's testkitforfree.com to receive your tests shipped to you at no cost. Go to testkitforfree.com today. Paid for by T. Euro Health. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. So earlier this week, when this whole topic of a national divorce was being discussed in the in the national news in particular, I got a message from Evan in Belt, Montana. Evan said this, we already are divided. Uh, so to that end, we are already divorced. Talking about uh, us as a country. What we need is an awakening that brings us back to the spiritual understanding that the Lord desires us to have. I don't know how we will get this done. But I do know he will use us as believers to bring it about. A good example is how you are starting to see revivals on college campuses, such as the one recently in Kentucky. So that was the, the response from Evan in Belt earlier in the week here. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with uh, David Harsani uh, from The Federalist here. We don't need a national divorce. We need more federalism. In other words, what we need is we, we need to go back to what this country is supposed to be about. We need to go back to what our Constitution is all about. And it's about respecting our constitutional rights respecting our freedoms and and not having an overreaching federal go- government that's trying to trample on all of the above it was it was interesting Do you, you guys know who joy reed is joy reed is is that racist on msnbc uh she's outright racist but she's anti-white racist so that's okay uh in today's day and age you know it's, you know the, forget dr martin luther king they want you to be consumed by the color of somebody's skin and not the content of their character but joy reed was on msnbc and and she was talking about this whole national divorce and joy reed goes off and she says you know what's going to happen if there's a national divorce we're going to go back to the confederacy and and uh, black Americans are going to be back in slavery, was the remarks of Joy Reid on MSNBC. And I'm sitting here thinking, wow, the audacity of this woman. And then I thought about it further. And and Harsanyi kind of makes this point, because David Harsanyi's question here is, you know, even if we were to entertain, if we were to, you know, even if we took a moment, he, he writes, to seriously contemplate the idea, how would it be achieved? We aren't separated ideologically into large geographic regions or even states, but rather urban, suburban, and rural areas. I mean, case in point. So, uh, you know, you could take uh, Portland, Oregon, for example. Dick Pence from the Big Sky Worldview Forum would say, hey, look at Portland, Oregon. You've got Portland. If you take Portland, Oregon out of the state of Oregon, you've got a red conservative state. Same thing with Washington. You get rid of King County and Seattle, you got a conservative state. Even look at Montana. Right here in Montana, you take Bozeman out of Gallatin County, you've got a solid red conservative Gallatin County. And and so you know, there's these islands of blue that want to dictate to a sea of red. Uh, you know, most Montanans, they are outraged at what this radical American Prairie Reserve outfit is trying to do to kick the ranchers off the land so that these globalists can have their little playground for the elites here in Montana. And yet, what is our federal government doing? John Tester's best friend, the eco-terrorist in charge of the Bureau of Land Management, the federal government is coming in and helping the APR to kick you off of your ranch. 
That's what they're doing. So again, we don't need a national divorce. We need more federalism, as David Harsanya writes. But let's also talk, let's be real about what Joy Reid had to say here. Because you could already argue that, that we are already are separating into red states and blue states. You remember when, when both Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and California Governor Gavin Newsom were both here in Montana this past 4th of July? You notice, while the two were fighting back and forth about, well, is California free or is Florida free? You notice that California Governor Newsom wasn't celebrating Independence Day in California, was he? No, he was in Montana. And so was Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. So California Governor Gavin Newsom, at the same time he was bashing the free state of Florida and other red states like Montana, guess where he was vacationing? That's right, right here in the red state of Montana. My point being this, is that especially in the last three years, because of these, the horrific response to COVID-19, we know where the free states are, and we know where the oppression is. So let, let's honestly think, like, if we were to have a national divorce, and I don't think we ever should, I hope we, I hope we never do, or even if you want to think that we already have had one here, and are operating under that, but still living in the same house. Where is the oppression occurring? Where is the tyranny occurring? And where is the freedom taking place? We are in the free states of America here in Montana and in Florida and in other states with leaders like Gianforte and Ron DeSantis. Where would the oppression occur? Where is the oppression occurring right now? It's in these Democrat-run cities, the inner cities. It's, it's where the federal government ha has this oppressive reign, where there is more federal government power over these communities. You see more destruction. You see more chaos, especially when it comes to the surge of fentanyl and the drugs coming across our wide open southern border right now. So my point being is Joy Reid, the racist on MSNBC, says, oh, you know what's going to happen if there's a national divorce. You know who's going to suffer. Uh, actually, yeah, we, we do know who's going to suffer because we know who is suffering right now. It is the very people that live in these inner cities. It is the very people that suffer the most under these Democrat-run cities, under these Democrat-run states like California. And the people are already moving with their feet. They are already choosing the free states of America over the oppression and the tyranny. Efficiency and still having somebody you can sit down and talk to. Call Darnell Insurance 652-4180. Your independent insurance agent. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right, let's jump right into the phone lines here. Uh, let's see, Stu in Marion, stand by, because I want to get uh, your take on this whole uh, question of a national divorce. So uh, we'll get to you. Got a few other folks in, in line ahead of you, though, first here. Uh, let's see. Uh, earlier this morning, uh, our, our friends in Kalispell in Bozeman uh, heard a phone call. Uh, there was a, a, a listener in Bozeman who said, hey, you know, we had our weekly legislative update yesterday on the show, and so this uh, listener in Bozeman said, hey, I want the ability to have a local option sales tax in Bozeman. 
And uh, and uh, anyway, so it looks like we've got a couple callers on the line who want to weigh in about a uh, local option or shall we call it a resort sales tax. First up, let's go to Jack and Polson. Jack, thanks for the call. Hey, thank you. And uh, yeah, it's about the guy that about that conversation we had earlier. I hate to break you off your conversation you're on right now, though, because you're on a good roll. Well, what do you? <laughs> well, before you get to the uh, the sales tax, what do you think about this national divorce uh, question? You know, I think I don't have a problem with it, but here's what I: I think states like California, Oregon, Washington, the the vast majority of the area of those states is conservative. Not, yeah. not popular, but conservative. I think they should have every right in the world to break off and form another state, and uh, and not be ruled by and taxed by the tax and spend liberals. Yeah, that's what the folks in Oregon want to do. They want to they want to have what is it, Greater Oregon or Greater Idaho, where they they uh, they break off and merge with Idaho, so they can leave Portland and Eugene behind. Yeah, what's your thoughts on these local option sales taxes? My biggest uh, criticism of the local option sales taxes, you know, it's it's like what Jesse Ramos has to say about the Missoula city government. They're they're a gambling addict that just wants more of your money, and and they claim that if you just give them a little bit more money, that then they'll finally. Hit the jackpot and they won't need any more but they never stop asking you for more of your own money exactly and i gotta tell you this is a standing discussion i'm not going to say argument i'm going to say discussion with my oldest son he loves the resort sales tax and i because it's gonna you know it's got all the arguments it's gonna fix our potholes fix our roads our parks fix our city waters fix our city sewer what they don't understand is those taxes are already in place. They've already got the money. Our, yeah. Our parks are funded by our golf course. And with the explosion of tourists, our golf courses make a lot more money, so our city parks get that benefit. Same way with the, our, our roads are funded by the gas tax. And with an explosion of tourism, your gas taxes go up, and there should be plenty of money for that. Yeah, it's like the, it's like the snowmobilers. Yeah, remember when Bullock was governor? Yeah. And the, the snowmobilers pay all these uh, gas taxes so that it, so that they can build more, you know, so they can uh, groom more of their trails. And then what? Did, what did Bullock's administration do? Oh, they put bike paths in with it instead. It's like, wow, gee, the snowmobilers pay for uh, the guy on the bicycle to get a, a bike path. That's really that's really nice of you. All right, hey Jack, thanks for the phone call. By the way, that is a great golf course you've got there, and then another great one down the road in Ronan as well. Thanks for calling in. 406-294-0970, the number for you. Uh, let's see. Paul in Bozeman, uh, your thoughts on the whole uh, sales tax, uh, local sales tax deal? Yeah, Aaron, uh, great rant. <laughs> well, I'm glad because I, I felt bad for keeping you guys waiting on hold there for a while, but I was like, man, I started getting a little fired up. <clears throat> yeah. The, the, the caller from Bozeman, uh, one, of course, as you said, wants a, a local sales tax and his comment was that the the tourists are not paying that's just patently not true because business does not pay tax business passes that cost on to the customers not only that it becomes part of their bookkeeping procedure uh where where they determine whether they're making money or not 
it gets marked up like everything else does. So a property tax costs us more than a sales tax, a direct tax on those who are buying the affected services. So I would, you know, my I have long favored sales tax, but not until we replace some property tax, if not all of it. And that's where people are very skeptical, Paul. Yeah, you're you're right in the sense that that I think most taxpayers out there realize that these uh, these addicts in the Bozeman city government, these addicts in the Missoula city government, uh, they just simply want more and more of your money. And uh, and even if they they get another funding source over here, they're not gonna they're not gonna lower your property taxes. Uh, they're not they're not going to do that. And and the other thing is is of course for our friends in Bozeman. Okay, so they get they get more money. Well, we're going to fix the potholes. We're going to fix your roads. We're going to help you. Oh yeah, sure. Are you really though, or are you going to spend? Are you going to waste more of that? Are you going to just going to have more money to waste on rainbow colored crosswalks and diversity and equity and inclusion coordinators? I mean, it, it, Billings is even fun in that type of nonsense. You know, DEI garbage, uh, just to further divide people along racial lines and 85 different gender lines, too, while we're at it. Uh, Paul, thanks for the call. Great to hear from you. Uh, let's go to Stu in Marion next up. Stu, what's your thoughts this morning? Hey, good morning, Aaron. Uh, good to talk to you. Haven't talked to you in a long time, but I've been out here in Marion just working away, and uh, I just have been listening regularly, and I just want to throw in a couple of comments. I'm an East Coaster, I'm sorry, but I grew up in Virginia. I'm an 11th generation Virginian. My family came here in 1607 to Jamestown. Oh, wow. Well documented. So I grew up in Yorktown, Virginia. And, uh, you know, I love my country. And many of my relatives have served uh, since the Revolutionary War and probably before that. And, uh, you know, uh, dividing the country is not the purpose uh, and it should never be the purpose, but I do want to echo uh, the frustration that I'm sure Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene and, and probably, you know, uh, our guys here. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and Matt, I know he stood and he stood his ground. And I was glad that they did that while everybody else was complaining about it. I thought it was a really great thing for them to do because we have to send a message. This is my real worry is, you know, I have two children. They're both just recently married. They are trying to build homes. They're trying to uh, build their businesses. And they look at what's going on in this country. This administration, I got three emails this week on how they're going to attack our retirement, how they're going to actually withdraw our retirement if we don't make a statement that we don't support ESG, and they're going to put it into programs that we would not like. How many people uh, don't even study their portfolio in any type of day, their 401k, and know where their money's going and what's going on with so, it? So the point being you know, is like when we talk about, yeah, I, th I think you're exactly right about we all share the concerns of Marjorie Taylor Greene here uh, because we have such an oppressive federal government, not just oppressive against her own people, but selling us out. I mean, and Joe Biden's trip to Ukraine was a perfect example of this, where they staged the whole thing with the phony air raid sirens and more. And Joe Biden doesn't show up in East Palestine, Ohio 
Ohio to take care of Americans, exactly. but they try to make him look like a hero in the streets of Kiev, of Kiev with these fake air raid sirens. And now he comes back from Kiev, and, well, he's had a long week falling up the stairs, so he's just headed home to Delaware again, not to East Palestine, yeah. Ohio. And so, so we have got to address this because, you know, there's people that are concerned uh, uh, that we're heading into World War III, and, and they're concerned about the threat. <laughs> we are. And the threat, yeah, the threat of communist Chinese. But here's the deal. Why would China even need to attack this country when we've got our, our own federal government d- doing just a good job on their own dividing Americans and weakening this country? Well, that's exactly right. And the worst thing is, is that we have all these young people that are viewing this, and they're disgusted, just like John Barrasso. What a creep. I mean, we've known he has been dirty, just like Mitch McConnell. These are all Republicans that are dirty. Now, our family is Republican. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess shoot me an email with with your concerns about Barrasso. Uh, I definitely would throw uh, Romney in there uh, with with McConnell. Uh, Yeah, I appreciate it, Stu. I'd love to chat more, but we've got a lot of callers on the line i got to get to here as well. Thanks for the call, 294-0970. Next up, let's see, do we have Marilyn in Billings? Marilyn, are you still there? Hello. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, Marilyn? Good morning. Hello. It's May. Sorry. Oh, May. Okay, great. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I have a couple concerns. The first concern is about the um, Billings Clinic Express Care. Um, I was a patient there on Monday, and I said, this is such a great service because it frees our emergency rooms up for patients that need more extensive care. And they said... We had a meeting last week, and Billings Clinic HR and administration told us that none of the jobs would be cut, that we would be safe. Last Thursday, they received a notice they would be closing at the end of March for lack of patience. But they, she told me they have not been advertising that this service was available to patients that needed you know, just major care for, I mean, minor care for different things. So uh, that's right. Yeah. Emergency rooms. If people so don't know about up, it. Yeah. If people don't know that the service is there, if you don't advertise it, if you don't tell people about it, well, when, why would they go there? They, they're not going to know about it. Yeah. And you're right. They've got to do something to divert people from the expensive emergency rooms. Right. Right. The other thing I'm calling about is the Mira program. I heard somebody call on it last week. Yeah. And so I'm calling about that. And um, I did find this information out. And it is, how long does it take to become a legal resident of Montana? This is on Montana's website. Okay, hold that thought. We've already got our our, uh, break approaching here. I can hear the music playing in the background. Uh, May, stand by. I'll chat more with you here during the break and get to more of your phone calls here after as well. 2940970. This is where Montana talks ag with Lane Nordland. One day after bipartisan legislation was introduced in the U.S. Senate to suspend Brazilian beef imports to the United States, an atypical case of bovine spongiform encephalopathy was confirmed in Brazil. U.S. Senators Mike Rounds, a South Dakota Republican, and John Tester, a Montana Democrat, reintroduced their bipartisan legislation to suspend Brazilian beef imports to the U.S. until experts can conduct a systematic review of the commodity's impact on food safety and animal health. That legislation was introduced on Wednesday. 
Then on Thursday morning, the atypical BSE case was confirmed in Brazil. As a result, Brazil voluntarily shut down its beef exports to the nation of China. It was quite a coincidence that the rounds and tester legislation to place a moratorium on Brazilian beef was announced the day before the BSE confirmation. The Brazilian beef ban bill is supported by the U.S. Cattlemen's Association, National Cattlemen's Beef Association, and RCAF USA. American agricultural exports in fiscal year 23 are projected at $184.5 billion, down $5.5 billion from the November forecast, with the largest drops being seen for corn, sorghum, and soybeans. Livestock, poultry, and dairy exports are forecast to decrease by $900 million. I'm Lane Northmond. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, 406-294-0970 is the number for you. If you tried calling in a few minutes ago, our phone lines were completely filled up, but uh, we've got uh, some phone lines open for you right now, 294-0970. Oh, and real quick, before I get to Ivan in Billings, yeah, um, I chatted more with with May in Billings during the break. She was talking about this uh, Montana Emergency Rental Assistance Program. Now, a little background for you here. Pam Purinton is a Billing City Council member, and and the bottom line, as, as she explained it to me, is she feels like there has been a lot of abuse of that program. This was a federal program, money that was sent down to Montana. Uh, now, the idea was to give emergency rental assistance to Montanans, but she believes that there's been a lot of abuse of that program and of the funds, and basically it's recruited uh, out-of-state people to come to Montana and take advantage of these programs, and then they, they end up occupying hotel rooms, and they trash the hotel rooms. This is what's been relayed to me, and so the point that, that May uh, wanted to make, and I talked with her more during the break so that I could sum it up for you before we get to our other callers, is, is she says that that it was written into the law that you had to be able to you had to be a resident in the state for 12 months and you had to show verification of that so so I thought that that raises a couple of good questions. One, uh, is there an audit that has been done or is going to be done of this emergency rental assistance program? Number two, uh, what does this mean for the program uh, moving forward? Uh, there was another question that I thought uh, came came to mind, uh, but I don't think I, I wrote that one down, so I apologize, uh, May, if I didn't get to the, the second question that would come up from that. Uh, all right, next up on the phone lines, we've got Ivan in Billings, 294-0970, if you've got something you want to talk about. Ivan, what's going on? Uh, good morning, Aaron. I uh, was talking about uh, Flathead Music Camp up on Flathead Lake uh, last summer, and my son and daughter were attending the camp there, and... Right in the middle of the camp, on one of the big uh, common buildings, were two transgender flags displayed for the whole world to see. Uh, This is a camp that caters to high school-age students, and a transgender flag, and then a love is love flag. And I've contacted uh, Flathead Music Camp, as well as their sponsors, which are Eckroth Music and MSUB. 
and have not gotten any response. But I am a little bit uh, curious why a love is love flag would be flying at a camp catering to minor children. And I have not gotten an answer from them, but I wanted to bring that to the attention of anyone going to that camp that uh, that could be interpreted a couple of different ways, and I don't think any of them are good. Yeah. Now, is the the music camp, is that like a, a non-profit organization? Is it some publicly funded, like, through the schools uh, program? I, I'm not too familiar with that program myself. Uh, I believe it is publicly funded. Ironically, the only person that's gotten back to me was uh, Jenny Mc, uh, Jenna McKinney of uh, Elsie Aaronson's office. Uh, and from the superintendent of public construction, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, superintendent of public construction. But she, uh, it is not uh, uh, sponsored by the schools. It was out of her jurisdiction. But oh, okay. she's the only one that has called me back in response. Interesting, yeah. You know, boy, you can just tell how they're trying to push this radical transgender agenda across the board, right? I mean, in in every avenue they can possibly do it, they're trying to push this uh, radical uh, agenda and then shove it down these kids' throats. Um, can't even go to can't even go to band camp uh, without without this uh, agenda being shoved down your throat. Apparently, I'm not familiar with the background on that myself. But thanks for calling in, Ivan. Two nine four zero nine seventy, the number for you, Richard in. Jordan next up. What's going on, Richard? Good morning, Aaron. I wanted to weigh in on this uh, tax issue. I've I've actually had a few debates on it on social media here in the last few months. People are calling for a state sales tax, and they're always talking about how, and I don't know where they're getting their talking points from exactly. It's always the liberals that are wanting it, but... um, We've been handed this bill of goods before. I remember as a young adult in the 80s when they wanted to legalize gambling, they said that the tax generated from that was going to make the state of Montana's school system number one in the nation. That hasn't come to fruition. That money never went to the school system, and if it did, it was very little of it. And I have actually talked to many of our politicians here in Montana, and they can't or won't tell me where that money is actually going to. Yeah. So, you know what it reminds me of? We, we had somebody uh, call in, and, and they did a, a, a South, one of our callers earlier in the week did a South Park uh, TV show reference. To me, this is a Simpsons uh, TV show reference where, do you remember the monorail segment? Monorail, 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 and uh, this local politician, well, I'm going to bring a monorail to town. You know, you get these people, they're like snake oil salesmen. Oh, yeah, if you just give us this, we're going to give you, we're going to give you this, we're going to give you that, we're going to give you a monorail, and and then they get more of your money, and somehow they never give you what they told you they were going to give you. That's exactly right. And I, since the 80s, I've never trusted a tax. I mean, we even in our county here in Garfield County, um, they don't use all the mills that are available to them. But every time that they do try to put up a mill, like for the school, which has like a $5 million endowment, I really don't think our school system here needs more mills but for the most part most of the people here do not vote for them and they do get by they slide by very on a very thin margin but i don't trust any tax anymore not since uh the gambling tax 
in the 80s. So we were outright lied to about what that uh, that tax was going to go to. And we've watched the schools. I lived in the Flathead Valley then, and the high school was old. It was deteriorating, and it still is. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just ridiculous with the how. Well, then you try to, and then you cross the border, and then you cross the border. It's like uh, one of our listeners, uh, Tim and Savage, was telling me how I think he was driving the driving the Sydney wrestlers or or, or track or I forget who it was at the time. They were driving down to Wyoming, and you know it's like you know get, getting out. This was I think a couple of years ago now, but getting out of Montana, thun, 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 and then you get into Wyoming where they, you know, where they mine their coal and and develop their other natural resources to a greater extent, and all of a sudden it was smooth driving after that and uh, nicer schools to boot. Pretty interesting how that works. And yet we've got liberal judges that are still blocking the expansion for the coal mine near Roundup. And yet they greenlight a solar power project uh, at the exact same time. Uh, Yeah, it's crazy. All right, Richard, thanks for the call. Thanks for listening in Jordan. Next up, let's go to Justin in Poplar listening to KVCK. Justin, great to hear from you. Justin, are you there? Justin in Poplar maybe uh, maybe couldn't stay on the phone lines. All right, well, well I'll throw you on hold. We got an, uh, our shortest break of the hour coming up right now. Uh, so yeah, either call back in or uh, or uh, hop back up on the phone lines. I'll have our producer check in with you in the meantime. Two nine four zero nine seventy is the number for you. Speaking of KBCK in. Uh, Wolf Point, speaking of Poplar, hey, this summer is going to be the 100th, the 100th uh, stampede in Wolf Point, the Catholic Burgers and more. Uh, so I, I'm already planning on being there. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to being there, seeing so many of our great listeners and uh, the, the great parade, the great rodeo, the Catholic burgers as well. Can we even say Catholic burgers anymore? Is that allowed in America? Thompson Pools. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, I got a, uh, another message on our Montana Talks app here uh, to this question that we started uh, the hour with. Uh, uh, are we headed towards a national divorce? Are we already there? Uh, what's your thoughts? Uh, 2940970 plus I'll share this message from Schneider in Billings here in just a second. But first, uh, I got a message on our Montana Talks app and I want to thank that listener for the reminder. Uh, let's see, this came from Ted. Could you please repeat the acceptable donation site for Montana Highway Patrol Trooper Lewis Johnson? I'm really glad you sent that message in because we do have an update on uh, the injured uh, Montana Highway Patrol Trooper Lewis Johnson. The Montana Highway Patrol, this comes from MHP, by the way, the Montana Highway Patrol and MHP Trooper Kate Johnson, the wife of injured Trooper Lewis Johnson, thank the medical staff, law enforcement, and the community for their support. Trooper Lewis Johnson was seriously injured February 16th near Eureka while apprehending a suspect following a pursuit. Uh, Here is a quote from Trooper Kate Johnson. She says, quote, the community continues to send love in all forms and we truly feel it. Our long term has many unknowns, but I'm confident our family will come out of this stronger. 
The team at Logan Health in Kalispell continues to provide excellent care to Trooper Lewis Johnson. His nursing team, BJ, Michaela, Kendra, and Nick, keep him mentally focused. Doctors Crass, Gavigan, Craig, Cromie, Schmidt, Ceramic, and Hill go out of their way to treat him and help the family fully understand what has happened to his body. And the physical and occupational therapy teams help Trooper Johnson shut, uh, set and shatter daily goals. Trooper Kate Lewis, this is from the MHP, also thanked Lincoln County Deputy Clint Heinz, who helped save her husband's life during the incident on February 16th. In fact, if you go to uh, facebook.com slash Flint Report, I shared the Montana Highway Patrol photographs. They've got a photo of Trooper Johnson uh, in the hospital room with Deputy Heinz, uh, who came to visit him. Uh, here's what uh, uh, Kate had to say. Uh, Deputy Clint Heinz of the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office served with Lewis in the Army National Guard and was the primary unit in Thursday's pursuit of the suspect. Deputy Heinz ultimately saved my husband's life last Thursday, utilizing his combat medic skills for his brave actions. I am forever grateful. As of February 23rd, over $170,000 had been raised in support of Trooper Lewis Johnson and his family. Anyone interested in sending a monetary donation to support the Johnson family can do so through GoFundMe. Or here's another option. I know some people don't like to use GoFundMe. You can send checks payable to Lewis and Kate Johnson, uh, P.O. Box 356, Chester, Montana. Here's an email as well. Johnson Family Strong 2023 at Outlook.com. Now, I don't expect all of you to remember all of those details. So if you go to Facebook, go to the Montana Highway Patrol's Facebook page or go to Facebook.com slash Flint Report. And, uh, and they've got all of that information that I just shared with you right there. Uh, let's see. Next up on the phone lines, let's go to Frank in Evergreen. Uh, Frank, yeah, I saw yesterday that the state legislature uh, passed a bill in the House uh, to to uh, bar minors from attending drag shows. Uh, what's your take on that? Well, okay. Uh, well, I'm just wondering if some of these gun shows, like here there was one at the Blue Moon and these politicians show up uh, on, a, on a Saturday, but... For their guns and everything, but then then showing it off to everybody. But if they did it on a Wednesday night when it's ladies' night or something, uh, would that be inappropriate uh, to flash your guns on on the dance floor? Why why would uh, having guns uh, be inappropriate? Uh, Most kids that grow up with guns know how to handle them and and, uh, and learn gun safety. Well, I just. Okay, okay. All right, Frank. Thanks for the call. All right, uh, Bruce and Butte next up. Bruce, what's going on? Well, first off, prayers go out for that uh, officer. Hope he uh, heals up pretty quick. Amen. I've got a, I've got a uh, brother-in-law that works for the Highway Patrol, so it kind of hits a little close to home. I'll bet. Well, and I, man, that that uh, the background there too—that the two of them served together in the National Guard. Now they serve together on the the streets and the back roads, and ultimately, one saved the other's life. Just remarkable. Did some time with the Montana Guard myself. Little twenty-four year hitch uh, total with Uncle Sam. At any rate, uh, going on twenty myself. (laughs) Now, now reserve, but yeah, great men and women you get a chance to serve with—that's for sure. Uh, The big thing is uh, our legislature is coming to a close this weekend, and Representative Neiman's got a very important vote to make 
about whether or not to let the whole legislature vote on the Montana participating in the convention of states. Three things. Number one, uh, I've never seen a dog running loose come back and put on his own leash. And that's what those mutts in the federal government have been doing for way too long. The the framers, they put that uh, Article 5 in there so that we could go ahead and the state legislatures could put the leash back on the federales. That's what it's for. We need to do that to get control of the federal government once again. So you're supporting the uh, the proposed convention of states. I know Mark Levin uh, talked about Absolutely. that yesterday. All right, on his national uh, radio talk show that airs on some of these very uh, same stations. Hey, speaking of dogs, Absolutely. speaking of dogs, a Florida Democrat proposed a bill to ban people from letting their dogs hang their heads out the car window.